0: Hello friends, my name is James Hopkins, and as always, I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alicino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hopkins. On this show, we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Far. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another wonderful, beautiful, tremendous episode of the parlez podcast. Before we get into any of it, just want to let you guys know that it is not too late to get tickets to go see our musical sponsor, Dino Skate Park, at the Amityville Music Hall, New Year's Eve, playing alongside Few Faces, Flight Club, and Title Holder. Look up Dino Skate Park on Twitter and Instagram to get the link to buy the tickets there. Welcome to the show. No Alicino. He's having another rough one. <laughs> He's having what we call a rough one. Yeah. It is what it is. We're going to keep the podcast waits for no one, baby. We keep going. And I know that firsthand. First thing that I wanted to talk about today, and I'm not going to have much of it. I was hoping Alicino would be here for this because you guys aren't active watchers, but Samoa Joe, I'm just not sure how much left he has <laughs> in the tank in the world of professional wrestling. Do not get me wrong, I think Samoa Joe is one of the greatest professional wrestlers ever to live. One of the reasons for that is when you come up in the post-WCW era, and you don't work for Vincent Kennedy McMahon for the first 10 to 15 years of your career, and everyone who's a fan of the business knows who you are, even if they've never seen your work, they know who you are. That makes you one of the best to ever do it, in my opinion. I don't think he's like out of shape and gassed and can't go. He can definitely still go. Doesn't get blown up more than, than he used to or more than anybody else. I'm not taking any shots at him. I just think 43 years old, he's a big guy. He always wrestled as a big guy. There's just some things I see that concern me. I don't want to say I don't think he can wrestle. He can absolutely still wrestle. I don't understand why he has two separate titles right now for two separate promotions, even though they're both owned by Tony Khan. He's the Ring of Honor television champion and the AEW TNT champion. This part I don't understand about it. There's just a couple of spots. He defended the TNT championship in a main event last night on Dynamite. And he's taken these German suplexes and he's like, one foot's barely getting off the ground, and like, you know, just he's kind it, of flopping over. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another spot he did where he was up on the top rope, like to deliver a superplex, and Mike Wardlow like pushed him, you know, fought him off, and did did the old push off the turnbuckle. Yeah. And instead of the flat back b- flat back bump, Joe landed on two feet and then took and then bumped Ooh. from the ground. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like that, and love him. Don't want to, you know, not knocking him. I've never once taken a bump in my life. Not what I'm saying. Why well, I said on the first episode of the Death of Kayfabe we did, we listed our top five favorite matches ever. Him versus AJ Styles versus the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, in a triple threat match for, I believe, the X Division Championship in 2005. On my top five favorite matches of all time. The guy is incredible. I just don't want to see it get said. You know, still amazing on the microphone, still great at his character, still the loudest pop in the world. Like this guy, Wardlow, was hotter than anybody in AEW in May. And then they put him a program with Samoa Joe, one of the most over guys in the the last 20 years. And now people are wondering why Wardlow is cold all of a sudden. Well, he took two pinfall losses to Joe now. Like this guy comes out. He's the bad guy. He comes out, crowd screaming his name. Can't get enough of him. So I'm just concerned that we might watch it get sad. Like how Hulk got sad at the end. Yeah. We weren't there for that, you know. But, I mean, Rick was sad for f- 10 fucking years watching Rick wrestle. We were there for that downfall. Yeah. But that's all I wanted to say about that. We'll get Thursday Night Football good done right out of the way. Yeah. Not much going on here. Titans picked up Josh... Dobbs eight days ago, eight days ago, off of the Lions practice yeah. squad, he's getting the nod tonight, as far as we know in this room, Malik Willis did not appear on an injury report. They're just punting on the night. Yeah. I'm not even interested. The spread was ten and a half on Tuesday. Uh, I'm sure it through. moved I'm you know here's my advice for Thursday. Don't touch it. I'm not touching it, <laughs> I'm not yeah, touch it. no fucking prize kicks, dude. so instead, we'll do some scratch offs.
1: Yeah, it went from a
0: ten and a half to thirteen and a half. Before. Yeah, so. I'm uninterested. No Derrick Henry, no Malik Willis. Obviously, no Ryan Tannehill. Bud Dupree looks like his season's over. They're just saying we next week's the game that matters against Jacksonville. We don't give a fuck. We're taking the L. Let's keep it moving. Yeah. And so the Titans want to keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving on this <laughs> podcast. You got to scratch off the play. He's got another money multiplier. and And we got with the winnings and we got a million dollar golden fortune these were purchased with the winnings two five doll hair new york state scratch off tickets fire away big chief uh what are we going first do Do the the the, fucking money multiplier all right winning numbers are 39 13 25 and 37.
1: all right that's a good distribution it's a good spread
0: First number
2: 40. <sighs> Swing and a miss. Second number, sixteen.
0: High and outside. It's third number, eight. <sighs> Thirty-four. Yeah. That's an in that's an infield fly, the first row.
2: Fifteen and three. Twenty eight. Thirty-five. 18.
0: You're so dead.
2: 21. 14 and 17.
0: Oh. Yeah. Multiplier numbers. I mean, does it matter? Uh, Are there any instant wins in the multiplier section? Yes, there are. Okay, so it matters. 33 and 19. 4.
2: 38. And down and out 11. So
0: So that's a loser.
2: (laughs) So now we got million dollar golden fortune. Match any of your numbers to any of the winning numbers. Price shown. Reveal five times to win five times. Reveal 10 times to win 10 times. And our golden bonus on the left side, if we get a gold bar, we get 25 bucks. And if we get a money bag on the right side, we get 50
0: bucks. Fun stuff. The people are on the edge of their seat, dude. Winning numbers are 27, 23, 26, 40, and 2. That's a loser. Let it rip. It's got three numbers within four of each other. We got a 19, a 37, a 25, and a 34. We got a seven. 22, four, one, 8
2: 11, 38, and
0: 16. So we got another loser. Let's hope for a gold bar or a money bag, otherwise. We're right back to where we, we were. Got a Tuesday. bow tie. Bow ties fucking useless, dude.
2: And we got a fucking rainbow. All right, bow tie that's... and a rainbow, oh, baby. Thanks for coming by to the New York Lottery, where where you know hopes and dreams die or live. Uh, yeah,
0: loser. That's just. <laughs> hey, you never know. So yeah, that's we're moving on from Thursday Night Football. College football playoffs will be taking place on Saturday, December 31st. The first game in that matchup will be the Fiesta Bowl featuring, I believe, the number two Michigan playing the number three Texas Christian University. The line was six and a half. Is it still six? I'm sorry. The line in this game was seven and a half. Um, Let me pull it up. Last I saw the line in this game was seven and a half.
1: It is gonna be
0: sorry, I should pull this ish up real quick.
1: Seven and a half right now. Um Michigan minus seven and a half. Over under it's at
0: fifty-eight and a half a this game. I feel like you probably go over. College, I'm always going over. Yeah, I feel like there's an over under in an Oregon game this year that was 71 points. And I was like, I'm in. I'm in for the over on that.
2: You see, here's the thing. I so, feel like in football, you go over, and in baseball, you go under almost always.
0: In college football, you almost always go over. In college football, we, uh, I mean, Ohio State will drop 35 and a quarter. We always go over in college football. These teams are. It gets a little dicey. Michigan's a big running team. We're gonna drive, pound the ball down your throat, and play good defense, and that's how we're gonna win games. Michigan's had some great come from behind victories. You know, some games where they got caught early and then they woke up before halftime and wound up blowing them out the door, the doors off of them. Believe that happened in. Penn State is either Penn State or Notre Dame, but I want to say it was Penn State was up like 14 to 3 on them or something like that, Mm -hmm. and then they had a turnover for a touchdown, uh, got a stop, and then scored again, and then that was all she wrote from there, just kept going. They do not have Blake Corm anymore, the early Heisman hopeful or early Heisman favorite. Well, I don't want to say favorite, but he was in the conversation the running back. Running back, yeah. He was crushing it for them. He tore an ACL late in the year, I believe it was a torn ACL. But I know that in I want to say it was the conference get a champ. Hell of a stat line. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty much it's... reading what you're saying in,
1: in real time, essentially. That's crazy. Just real quick, he was 14, 1463 yards, eighteen touchdowns in eight games. In however long he doesn't say how
0: long he was yeah, in. I, well, I think the college football season's ten regular still season top games. 10 in both categories. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well over 100 yards a game, easy on the ground. Putting up Derrick Henry numbers. Jeez,
2: that's crazy.
0: But if you, I don't know if you could pull up, try to pull up the box score from the Big Ten championship game.
2: who they were a second Do you remember? I'm not
0: sure who they They're played, teams played teams to be honest with you, because I'm shot. And I didn't watch a lot of the conference championship games that week, this year, for whatever reason. But... I remember talking to Alicino and his dad about it, and they were telling me that they the running back was crushing it. whoever they had put whoever their backup was was also killing it. I'm going t c u in this game because I've gone TCU a lot all all year long. They've never let me down. I think they're twelve, and I think they lost the their conference title game t c u but other than that, they were undefeated. Max Duggan is just a guy. like you just watch him. The way his team reacts to him, the way he is in his post game presser after the loss, crying.
1: They versus Purdue last year in the Big Ten. No, this
0: year. Oh, this year?
1: 2022? This year? Yeah. Yeah, it was Purdue. Was the it year Purdue? Before that, they versus Iowa, it looks like. Okay.
0: We'll pull up the box score from the Purdue game. All right, let me see I can pull this up. Max just a guy. pretty deep to find <laughs> What? I had
1: to dig pretty deep. To really? Find them, so let me see, yeah. You're
0: looking for 2022, right? Max Duggan is just the guy you want to root for. I've been going TCU all year. Pretty much, I don't know if you ever saw that. There was a TikTok years ago where this guy's, this college kid, not years ago, weeks ago, months ago, earlier in the years, college kid's outside on his balcony with a white claw or a high noon in his hand, and it's pitch black. He was like, um, you can't drink all day if you're not up, if you're not drinking before the sun comes up. Uh, Horned frogs by 30 or something like that. And they were big underdogs in that game and they wound up winning. And I bet on them that day because of that TikTok. And ever since I bet on them almost every week religiously. Also have, as far as I know, the singular, maybe the only First round talent on the field going to be wide receiver Quentin Johnston, out of TCU. He's probably going in the first round, this is I top got your twenty. Box score also, by the way, huh? I got the box score by the rushing. Way. Michigan rushing.
1: Just in general, or well, there's. I'm
0: looking for the guy. There was a guy who I'm pretty sure um, not named Blake Corum that lit it up. Hassan
1: Hoskins had was 56 for 56 with two touchdowns. They also had AJ Henning who was uh, 29 yards. Wait, hold on. He was 17-56, for two touchdowns. You might be thinking of this guy Hassan Haskins then. Well, would... Coram went five for 80 with a touchdown. Coram? Coram.
0: Did he get hurt in that game?
1: I'm not sure. All I know is Hassan Haskins. He might have. Actually, it looks like it. Because look, so Blake's five for 80. Uh, um, yeah, five attempts, 80 yards for a touchdown. And then Hassan Haskins was 17 for 56 and two touchdowns. So maybe Blake was killing it on those five handoffs, and then Alicino and his dad were like, this guy's going crazy, winds up getting hurt.
0: Maybe, yeah. All right, so that makes me love TCU even more. <laughs> TCU money line, I believe, somewhere in the two, plus 250, plus that 260 be, range. It's plus 255. Yeah. Plus 255, beautiful. So that's where my action's going on that game. Moving into the later slate. The Peach Bowl features number one, Georgia, taking on number four, Ohio State. Ohio State has the quarterback that everyone's expecting, you know, one of the big three college quarterbacks this year in the first round, C.J. Stroud. Phenomenal player. Excuse me. Their offense is amazing. They score a ton of points, but they also have a tendency to give up a ton of points. Here's the bottom line. The Georgia Bulldogs have 12 of the top 225 players on the 2023 NFL Draft Big Board. And anywhere from four to six, Georgia Bulldogs will be going in the first round this April. They have more NFL talent. Their defense is amazing. Stetson Bennett is 25 goddamn years old playing college football with a lot of 18, 19, and 20 years old. What? That's this guy? Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. They're just simply the better team. I don't expect this one to be close. I'm going to have to go ahead and take Georgia. The line is 6.5. Georgia yeah. minus 6.5. Over
1: 62.5.
0: I'm personally not going to touch the over under in this one, but I'll take Georgia laying the 6.5 points for sure. If you parlay the TCU money line with Georgia laying 6.5, I believe I was looking at, Somewhere around the five ten plus five ten range. Throw it together, real
1: quick. It was oh, which uh oh wait I have the Georgia money line.
0: Georgia minus six and a half TCU money six
1: line. Six and, and TCU money line. Let's see. There's just so many games in college to get back. That is going to get you to plus five seventy
0: seven. Even but better. Even better than what I thought I was looking at earlier in the day. So that's my action. I actually have that ticket placed already. Oh, getting ahead of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. The only other game that I'm kind of interested in on the Saturday slate is, I believe it's the Sugar Bowl. Um, Alabama is playing... Kansas I see
1: Alabama-Kansas State, but it doesn't say if it's the Sugar Bowl real quick.
0: I, it's one of the BCS Bowls, and it, it's not the Rose Bowl. So it's either the Sugar Bowl or the Cotton Bowl. Sugar Bowl.
1: This year will be Alabama versus Kansas State. That's going to be the Sugar That's Bowl. That's the Sugar Bowl. Yo. Right. And then I'll just confirm Cotton Bowl for you. Because those are the big four, essentially, right? As far it's as... The
0: the six BCS ones are the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the Orange Bowl, and the Fiesta Bowl.
1: This year, Cotton Bowl is Tulane versus USC, it looks like.
0: Okay. Does that yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, because USC couldn't get the, the Rose Bowl because they didn't win the Pac-12 championship.
1: Gotcha, so technically they didn't clinch playoffs is the way they look at it. The Rose Bowl, yeah. b- way
0: before the college football playoffs became a thing, when the big six, there was originally just, I think, this, the six of them, or even could have been four of them, and then they expanded it to six, but those are the considered the, the original bowls, the BCS bowls. Mm-hmm. Those were the games that mattered, whichever one you were in. The Rose Bowl was, and I believe is still always – the pac 12 championship winner versus the either the big 10 or the big 12 championship winner
1: just a little fun fact real quick just because i'm looking at it most uh they have a i guess an individual award the miller digby award which is most outstanding player um teddy bridge voter 2013 ezekiel alia 2015 baker mayfield 2017 hertz 18 um and justin fields in 2021
0: That's for the playoffs or for? That's
1: just for this game. Apparently, just for the Sugar Bowl. I just thought it was interesting. Teddy Bridgewater got it in 2013. Terrell Pryor got it in 2011. Jamarcus Russell 2007. Shout out, fucking Terrell Pryor, dude. He was actually hold on. There's a little mark next to his name. He's ruled ineligible. And Terrell Pryor was vacated. Yep. He was later ruled ineligible, and statistics for the 2010 season, including 2011 Sugar Bowl, were vacated.
0: I remember this actually. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to say about this game is I just feel like Alabama may take this game lightly because they're used to playing in the playoffs. They're used to playing for games that are bigger than this. So they might not – not that they might not care as much, but they might not fucking care as much. <laughs> so I'm going Kansas State plus the points in this one. It's six and a half, right? Yep. Yeah, so I'm going half. Kansas State plus the six and a half in oh. that one. And that's my that's my college football playoff action for this coming weekend.
1: I'll probably wind up texting you that day and see see what the deal is.
0: Yeah, I wasn't really. I'm not I wasn't going to go crazy with ball games like Alice, suggested that I might, but I'm going to bet on the playoff games for sure. So, that's that. Interesting stuff to get to since the last time we spoke to you guys on Tuesday. The Las Vegas Raiders and coach Josh McDaniels have announced that they will be benching Derek Carr for the rest of the season. And starting with Jarrett Stidham for the remainder of the, the season, who has never started an NFL game in his career thus far. Not only is Derek Carr on the bench, Derek Carr has left the team, which is weird. I know they said to not be a distraction, but I'm not buying it. I, th- I think it was a little fiery and that that meeting was probably a little bit more I fiery think Derek than Carr people was like
1: fine if you're not going to roll with me then I'll just I'm out.
0: And it's weird cuz like you just traded for Tay Adams who fucking came here to play with his right. college roommate their our roommate whatever friend teammate. I think, I think, think they were roommates. They were us, yeah. Derek Carr. weird move. Here's where it gets interesting. This this can't be something that gets drawn out long into the offseason. Do you do you guys know why contract here? Derek, no. He just signed a, a very big but very team-friendly deal last year.
1: Oh, he's got no trade clause. He has a no trade oh, yeah, clause, that's but that's not what it is. Oh, no?
0: No. His, the entirety of his, thirty, I think, $33.2 mm-hmm. $3. million a salary for next season becomes fully guaranteed three days after the Super I was Bowl. Say it's probably so this isn't yeah. one of these things where we could wait into March so what it sounds to like make to a is, decision on.
1: Derek Carr is out of Las Vegas.
0: So, they're going to have to either cut him or trade him by three days after I was the going to Super say Bowl. Yesterday
1: when you sent it, I was going to be like, they just don't want him to get hurt.
0: He's out. A hundred percent, because he has an injury guarantee in his contract. Is that what it is? Yep. So, if God forbid he were to get hurt in you these know final two games, Yeah, if he, he were to get on. hurt in his final two games, yeah, his, entire, his entire salary would be guaranteed next year. So, I'm not positive on the numbers. I don't know if you could pull it up on over the cap okay. or not. I'm not super concerned about it. I believe they could cut him and get off the hook for around 20, 22, something like that. And it's going to leave like somewhere in the 10, like 8 to 12 million range in dead money next year. Or maybe I have it backwards, too. It could be 22 million dead money next year and it frees up 8 to 10.
1: Looks like he's got for next year his dead money. Um, they would save around... F- like $29 million.
0: $29 million is what they would save. Yeah. So it only, what it would, what's the dead money?
1: As you can see in the, like, sorry. So if they're dead money and cap savings, 2022 is 20, $24 million
0: That's the dead money.
1: Dead money. And then cap savings would be, it's in the red. So I'm assuming this is negative money, which would be $5 million. So, all right, I see how this is going. All right. So technically the way it would go, they would be saving $29 million this upcoming year on the cap.
0: If it wouldn't be twenty nine million in dead money.
1: Dead money they'd have five point six million, it looks like. Okay. So, this, yeah. so they would exactly. they would have they would, save they, would million, they would only
0: eat five million in dead 5. money. Five point six
1: two five million. I was reading it initially wrong, but yes. And their cap savings, like you're saying, would be twenty-nine point you know, twenty-nine million dollars essentially. So
0: yeah, so <laughs> there is gonna be a lot of questions, hopefully answered within these next two weeks for a lot of teams because if you want to make a move for him, it has wow, to be made get, he gets quickly. A
1: huge pay jump after this year.
0: If you want to make a move for him, it's going to have to be made quickly. There's not going to be a lot of time to sit around and twiddle your thumbs. As a New York Jets fan, mm-hmm. I'm only interested in him in him if Devonte Adams is involved in the deal.
1: I don't think that's going to happen for you,
0: but you never know. Well, I'm not giving up Raiders draft just capital. The Raiders might be
1: blowing it up because Josh Jacobs doesn't seem like he's going well, to blow it up.
0: What are we keeping near 30-year-old Devontae Adams on the no, team No, I agree. For? I
1: agree. What I'm saying, though, I mean, I don't know if you saw it. Because you just a, paid him Josh, a fucking stack, yeah, dude. 140 mil. But I don't know if you saw Josh Jacobs um, in the game after. He was literally just like, I don't even know what's going on. He's like, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, no. He's I, like, I, I've been doing. He was low-key kind of being like, I've been doing this for years, and it's just never made sense. So the writing's on the wall for Josh Jacobs. He's. You know, he's securing the bag even if he's not playing He's well going to go ahead stretch, and move but...
0: onward. He's going to move onward. They'll probably part ways with Chandler Jones after just one season. They're just going to blow it up? I you're going to probably have to blow this thing up.
2: I saw Aaron somebody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely if you're going to. What were you going to say, though? I saw somebody post on Twitter. Um, Jets received Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. Raiders receive 2022 first round pick, a 2023 first round pick, mm. 2023 third round pick, Elijah Moore and Zach Wilson. Jesus, I'd do that in a heartbeat. That would be something. I'd do that in a heartbeat, and not think twice about it. And Zach Wilson would probably be okay there because he would. Be Elijah Moore him. would be like, I wanted a trade to get away from him. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> this isn't and what Zach I meant, Wilson guys.
1: Be like, I can play football and not be scrutinized on every single goddamn thing I do.
0: Basically. Yeah, I'm just gonna play with one of the worst head coaches of the last twenty years. <laughs> just a fun little tidbit. Yeah, but New York's,
1: here. York's not beating the shit out of him every day, at least.
0: Just a fun little tidbit here. Josh McDaniels, after just one season as head coach of the Denver Broncos, traded away Jay Cutler yeah, to I the Chicago Bears. Somewhere. So this is now a history making a hist- uh, history repeating itself. <laughs> Nearly ten, twelve years later, right? I forget what year he got traded, but even longer than that, fifteen yeah. years ago, something. It was a while, it was a while ago.
1: ago. Color retired. While
0: was, it was a while like it was a while ago because I don't think I was driving on the day that Jay Cutler got traded. I don't think I was old enough to drive a car yet. I don't even know.
1: Let's see. He got traded from it was from the Dolphins to the uh, to the Broncos, if I'm correct, right?
0: No, he got traded from the Broncos to the Bears.
1: To the Bears. Why am I?
0: He played that last year after he came out of retirement to play that one year for the Bron- uh, Dolphins at the end. All right, Remember?
1: Yes, that might be what I'm thinking. Yeah, there it is. He just peaced out.
0: What year was it?
1: Um, looks like he... 2009 was his first season, 2010, blah, blah, blah. Trade for the Broncos 2012.
0: Okay, so 10 years ago. Yep. So I pretty much hit it on the head. Uh 2012 I absolutely was driving. That's when he was traded to the Bears? In two thousand twelve, or when he was traded to the Dolphins.
1: Hold on. I'm wrong. Don't listen to me. I knew I shouldn't have read an article. I should have just pulled it up the way I usually do. And that's all
0: me. Because I have vivid memories of being in no no, you're
1: probably right. So looks like he was traded to Yeah, he was traded to Chicago in two thousand nine. And then he wound up, he played the last year for the Dolphins in 2017. So so
0: 2009 is when he got traded to the Bears.
1: Yeah, his last year in Denver was 08. 2009, he started the team. He was on the Chicago Bears, 2009.
0: Yeah, because I have vivid memories of being in the uh, Lake Rock Diner with a, an old buddy of ours who, I'll tell you off air who it was if you haven't figured it I out. I know who it is. Yeah. yeah. Who we uh, we wouldn't have been hanging out with in 2012. I wouldn't have been hanging out with in 2012 <laughs> no. when the news came up on ESPN was on one of the TVs in the diner. So I remember being, like, young enough. I was going to guess 08, 09 too, is when it happened. But So if it's not the Jets, where would we? And now, there's the other thing. Derek Carr has been on the record more than once saying that he will not play for another team other than the Raiders yeah, and we'll that see. if the Raiders were going to move on from him, he would retire. So, balls in your court now, Derek. You, I mean, I know he's a family man. He's a religious man. There, there's avenues for this guy to take if he does want to retire at 31. If he doesn't, let's just say he doesn't. Let's play devil's yeah. advocate here. Where would you like to see him go? Jack, I'll give you the first pick. It can't be the Jets or the Raiders. Where are you going to go if you're Derek Carr? A
2: little, little hot take here, you know,
0: Los Angeles Rams.
2: I'm going to say
1: Saints.
0: Both interesting. Very, very, very alarmingly hard to try to make the money work for both yeah, of those no. teams, though. I'm
1: trying to think. It's hard when you – now that we're talking about cap space. Um,
0: well, you know. You, the Falcons? Falcons is interesting. Raiders not looking too hot. Did you see what Matthew Barry tw- – I think it was Matthew Barry tweeted.
1: <laughs> or the Colts. Yeah. Or the Colts.
0: Matthew Barry tweeted, Can, can someone yeah, just can someone... someone just edit a picture of Derek Carr in a Colts jersey and get it over with now? Someone uh
1: <laughs> I saw someone in the I saw that in the subreddit for NFL, but someone commented they're like, he's way too young to be a Colts Star quarterback. <laughs> he's like, they need someone who's like thirty-five. <laughs> Thirty-one, he's right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Colts make sense. Um Panthers? The only thing that scares me no, I don't know, Darnold looks like he might be kinda
2: he might be coming in
1: back. He's panning out. I mean, at least for what the Panthers need right now. I mean, you got to figure out if you're going to keep Steve Wilkes. This is like a whole other thing. But you pretty much have to figure out what you're going to do there. I think Donald will be fine. But
0: what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers?
1: You think Tom leaves?
0: If Tom doesn't retire, he's not playing another year I don't in think he's Tampa. Going, yeah, I don't think he's going to. That's stay like a. Weeks. I think it's well accepted across you know every circle, no matter how close to the league we are in this media thing we're doing here. The consensus is, if he comes back, it's not Tampa Bay. Yeah. And one of those reasons is one of the reasons he went to Tampa in the first place was because Giselle wanted to get out of the fucking cold. <laughs> oh Jesus. What's the matter? Something just happened and I got way louder in my head. I think this I think one of my headphones just, just kicked on. Yeah, my broken headphones. Um so one of the rumors is Giselle wanted him out of the fucking cold, right? So they're divorced. Mm-hmm. She's got the house across the bay from his where she can have the kids and Tom could fuck off and go play somewhere cold, yeah. like New England or MetLife Stadium. John, does he go back? Imagine if he went back. <laughs> what would be more fun, Tom going back or Tom playing for the Giants next year?
1: I don't want Tom playing for the Giants, so I'm just going to say the Patriots. <laughs> I really don't want Tom Brady on the Giants at all. I'm sorry. It doesn't get us anywhere. It just... Gets us somewhere for like two or three years, and then we're right back to where we started. Just. just what if somewhere
0: he was, in rain, Tampa, he was only in Tampa for three years, right? Signed Daniel and he got a Super Bowl. Uh,
1: I don't know. I need to see it, I guess. The door seems like it's closing, but I don't know if it's Tom Brady's fault or if it's just a lackluster Bucs team. That
0: it's Todd Bowles, dude. Pieces. Todd Bowles is a too. dumpster fire yeah, yeah. of a head coach. And. They already said the reports are that they're gonna move on from Bowles. What? Bowls. No. Who's the fucking quarterback offensive coordinator? Byron Leftwich. Yeah. He's their coordinator still, right? Yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, the reports are that they're gonna move on from him at the end of the season. So no Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich is in there calling plays. Mike Evans looks like he couldn't catch a fucking Uber, yeah, dude. Know, like they
1: had um I heard Phil Yates was talking about this morning on um on Fantasy Focus. He had this season, I think, the biggest drop with – I'm trying to think of how to, how to explain this. There was the most space between him and the defender than any other contested catch in the NFL, and he dropped it, if that makes sense. Yeah. On catches that are considered contested, he had the most space in between him and the defender, and he dropped it, which was that drop from last week. Um,
0: trying to remember if I saw it. I'm pretty sure it was one where he was about to go with They played on Christmas, right? Yeah. Didn't see it. Okay. was that a family member's house. Not a TV to be seen. It was bad
1: enough where Tom Brady was losing his shit. It was one of those sort of throws.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. You know how it goes. Yeah, it's been going rough in Tampa Bay for Tom. But anywhere else, we think maybe Derek Carr should wind up, could wind up.
1: It's hard because I feel like a lot of the teams that have been quarterback needy for so long have a guy now. Because I originally thought Jags, but Trevor looks fine.
0: Texans. Texans? Texans are going to draft one. Yeah. They could. The Lions are going to roll a Goff, Jared Goff absolutely earned himself the last year of that contract. If everything's the same, money works out, say money's the same, they cut him, you don't have to give up draft capital for him. Him or Daniel Jones? I'll take Daniel.
1: Yeah. Wow, we're there. He's younger. Why am I gonna? I, I, I've seen Derek Carr. I get it. I haven't seen I get Daniel it. Jones with a competent receiving core, but I've seen what he's done with Richie James, who literally can't catch anything, and it's kind of working out. Like, <laughs> so give me Daniel Jones with a competent one over Derek Carr.
0: I totally understand, to understand it. I okay. just think if we asked you this question 17 weeks ago, we would not be getting the same answer.
1: Well, no, I did not. No, think the Giants. I know. Listen, knocking on the playoff door.
0: Daniel Jones looking like Josh Allen Light. He's yeah. like the Dr. Pibb version of Josh <laughs> Allen,
1: dude. He really is. He's the best value version of. He's
0: no frills fucking Josh Allen. Anything else? Anything else on Derek Carr?
1: The last thing I'll say is the Raiders should have let him play it out. This man's been fucking here for eight years. And yeah. You bench him on the last... Even if you know... I mean, and, and the writing's been on the wall for a while. Derek Carr going to the Jets. Derek Hare going here. Has kind of been a storyline for like the last few weeks. Everyone kind of knew what was going on. You got to let him play out the end of the season. To bench him for how you're saying Stidman, who has never started a, a game in his life. When, like we're saying, the Raiders aren't really going anywhere. What's the point?
0: Well, it's like Alessino said on Tuesday... And it's fucked up to say, but these guys are first know, and foremost investments. And if you already know you don't want him going forward, you're risking shelling out a $33 million check next year yeah. for a guy who can't play football because you decided to play him at six and nine in week 18. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I like,
1: totally. It's a business. I totally which do. is, I
0: think, exactly how that conversation went inside the office. And I think that's exactly why Derek Carr packed his bags and went yeah. home, dude. We're not going to be a distraction because if I sit around here for the next two weeks, there's going to be a mutiny because I'm going to fucking – Hunter Renfro is my guy. He's going to get fired up. Devontae is my guy. He's going to get fired up. You know? Raiders fans are going to get fired up. (laughs)
2: Vegas – I think Vegas might treat him like they treat – like Texas treated J.J. Watt, you know? By the way, shout out J.J. Watt. Congratulations on retiring.
0: Congratulations on almost retiring. You have two more games left. So, no, after, I, just, I think he's
2: like he's actually
1: next going to be an animal for the next two years. He's yeah. going to an <laughs> gonna leave
0: his, his mark this week, He's so. going to slam he's the door. have his way another
2: heart problem. Uh, Why would you? No, he won't. I don't wish it upon him, he's but gonna, I like, I, dude, I, w- wh- I just want to see the man be happy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, to to change the subject, did you guys know that he was a relatively decent hockey player?
0: No. No. I can imagine he's no. a
2: big man. There's a video of him on, like, you these floating around. Him. Oh, my God. There's a video floating around of him, and he's got it. what appears to be some legitimate, like, stick work,
0: like, good I'm stick sure. handling. From,
2: isn't he from Wisconsin?
0: Somewhere in the middle, yeah. Yeah, that man One was, of them fucking, fucking hockey playing, playing states, dude. Man. Yeah, and, <laughs>
2: yeah. like, there's just a video of him with this, like, just fucking around with a puck and then taking a slap shot. I'm like, this guy could have played hockey if he really wanted to. But nah, he was all about the edge rush, so He's it doesn't matter. Get paid.
0: Yeah, and scoring touchdowns, dude. Remember that year that motherfucker caught, like, five touchdowns? Three touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns and a couple of two-point conversions. Anything on injuries?
1: Um, Just a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Um, Obviously, Derrick Henry doubtful for tonight. Um, He's Williams not play. He's questionable. He practiced today, but honestly, like, I feel like the Eagles are just going to keep him out. There's really no reason to to play him. Um, Pollard, obviously. Um, James Conner popped up. He's questionable with an illness. Lamar Jackson practiced a little bit today, but he's still questionable. Um, I was really just trying to find people who might be in. I saw a report games. that he missed practice today. Oh, he did miss practice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Diggs might have warmed up with an illness, but he's expected to. Play who? Uh, Stefan Diggs. And then I put this <laughs> on here. Yeah. Did
0: you see that? What? saga on twitter he he had like four tweets in a row like last night or two nights ago that he was cook, he had to cook for himself and that it was no. like bullshit he's like man this is why i never cook for myself you put all this work in making the meal eat now i'm tired i gotta go do the dishes <laughs> and i just saw side by side someone put on those string of tweets and then like the next day stefan digs out with illness <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so maybe that's what's going on here. Because it did say illness, and then a- outside the parentheses it said expected to play. So yeah. he might be okay. My
0: man might have fucking over- undercooked <laughs> something, you know? He made himself um, sushi, had food poisoning.
1: Oh, Jesus. Not um, not an offensive player, but I figured I'd put it on here because I thought this was funny. Not that he got hurt, but the result of it. So J.C. Horn, cornerback, got hurt. He's out for surgery. They signed Josh Norman.
0: Yeah, I saw they signed Josh Norman. That was
1: pretty interesting. Um... Hayden Hurst, Hurst, Greg Dolchitz, both questionable. Judy questionable. Watson questionable. Aaron Rodgers questionable with a thumb and a knee. Um, and then the only other one, I don't know if you saw the video online, Austin Eckler is actually questionable with a knee.
0: Um, no, I didn't so see this.
1: From what I can understand, because I didn't watch the game, but I saw a tweet on it. So no one really saw what happened because it happened on the last play of the game. Um, apparently, they they just ran like a regular run play, obviously just like kill the clock. He had been He was blocking on the play. So he winds up, he comes up, he sets the block, he gets past the first guy, play ends, game over, whatever. Then he's just sitting on the ground like this and he's holding his knee and his teammate had to come get him up and then he's like limping off and then he popped up with a knee injury. So not really sure what's going on there. It didn't look good at the end of the game because it was kind of like a non-contact, but he walked off on his own power. So I guess just monitor practice reports and see if you have him in the championship, you
0: know. Yeah. That one might be rough like for you.
1: Being, yeah. Championships are rough man I mean Jalen hurts out Derek Henry's out Tony totally Pollard out um a lot of big big names out yeah like, it
0: sucks it sucks when you have guys on good teams too that just decide ah fuck it yeah we've had too. enough
1: I know and even you know you make it a week earlier to try and to to try to avoid that sway but that and teams are like we're just too good we're just
0: gonna win thirteen yeah, games it, before we before matter. then so it's not gonna make a fucking <laughs> difference dude um line movements
1: not much uh Oh, we'll do line movements do line after, after, after the break. Okay. So
0: we'll just do daily. Do you have daily?
1: Yeah, I just have a quick team real quick. Um, I do this together literally in like 10 minutes. Um, but still feel like it's got pretty good, pretty good value here. Let's see.
2: That's what we call the 10-minute power hour right there, Brian.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they have not price-adjusted Gardner Minshew yet. He had 27 fantasy points last week. He's only $5,500 this week. So I'm running him um i have travis entian against houston just because i feel like that's that's a solid hit for 64 we have miles sanders um for wide receivers i have keenan allen zay jones and amon ross saint brown um they still won't price price adjust zay jones and he's against houston so i'm gonna keep running them i don't know how he did last week oh okay so this is perfect so just because it's usually how it looks like jay zay jones goes we have 14.8, 30.5, 3.6. 21.7, 37.9, 2.1. So if trends stay the way they do on his, he should get 20 points this next game. That's literally how his season's been all year, essentially. I know you can't see because it's really small, but...
0: Who is this again?
1: Zay Jones. Yeah, has Zay like Jones been, Zay has Jones been killing And then a dud. So he had his two huge games. He had his dud. So hopefully we can get one more huge Time for game. another huge game.
0: Getting up in reverse.
1: <laughs> Tyler Conklin. I'm oh, Jesus Christ. End. Why? Because he's 2,900, and he's versing the Seattle defense, who's ranked 32nd against tight ends. When was the last time he caught a pass, though? Not sure. I just need him to catch a touchdown against the 32-second ranked defense against tight ends. Mike to fucking White, baby. On a $2,900 tight end. Um, and then for the Patriots, I put in uh, – I'm sorry. For the defense, I put in the Patriots. For the Patriots, just I feel I like a defense.
0: Uh,
1: Bridgewater's good for a pick or two against a belichick defense so plus there really wasn't any good defensive options because it feels like all the good defenses are in divisional games this week and i just don't want to touch that so
0: yeah it sucks though we really need the, the fucking dolphins to win that game
1: that's good well you know what outside of my my dfs choice just quick thing on that game um they were kind of talking about it jacoby Brissett. i mean it's not really much of a fall off from from two or Brissett percent as far as like
0: it's not precise. QB play goes. I'm it's sorry, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Bridgewater. Why am I saying precise? It's not much of a fall from from Bridgewater to uh from Tua. I feel like so. Yeah, probably not.
0: You got to worry ball. about that third stringer. You got to worry about Teddy getting maybe dinged up, and then right, that third yeah. string guy comes back I don't in. Even know who the third string guy is? I forget his name, but he's, he's so so. It's a white guy.
1: Um, yeah, I have no
0: idea. Josh something or something. Tyler. Let's see. I just remember the Jets knocked Teddy Bridgewater out of that game early in the year on like the first or second snap, and then that guy came in and really just stunk it up the next like two. Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson. Yeah, You're pretty close. Yeah, almost there. You're
1: pretty close. <laughs> yeah, Skylar Thompson. Not sure who he is. Yeah, I knew it
0: was a real white sounding name too. Yeah. Skylar's as white as it gets, dude. So we hope we don't see Skylar Thompson. No. Because if the fucking Dolphins can just win this game and the Jets can handle business it's a win in you're in next week against Miami
1: or to of the offs rather
0: to of the offs to go to either Arrowhead or Orchard Park uh, yeah. I don't know if there's the team in third the Bengals I don't know if the Bengals could catch second place at this mm-hmm. point
1: I don't think so you're probably going to Buffalo so either Kansas way
0: City. yeah <laughs> just get it over with early you yeah. know if you can get by him get by him at if not you gotta at least you didn't win a game and then and have to go you. see That's him you know
1: just got a chance to dance. Let's cool. worry about
0: taking care of Gino first. <laughs> yeah, true. Let's worry about true. taking care of Gino Smith and the Seattle Seahawks and Pete Carroll, two ghosts of Jets past. <laughs> two guys I couldn't wait to see get out of green and white faster than Pete Carroll and Gino fucking Smith, yeah. dude.
1: Well, Gino wanted to say he just got punched in the face and then he had to peace out. And, you know. Yeah. Pete Carroll, on the other hand.
0: Yeah. Pete Carroll got fired. Yeah, he was like, I'm out of here. They were like, Pete. You didn't caught it. I know it's only been one year. You're out of here. <laughs> See you never, Pete. Are you looking up something to? Or are you just tink- tinkering with the lineup? Just tinkering. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, I was just a- tinkering. I was just asking before I went to the break. Brian, are we good? I'm all good. All huh? right. Break.
1: It's a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? inspiration and we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code havoc to get 15 percent off on your next order and make sure you take a look over at the winter 2022 collection that's staythirstyco.com drop the o y and
0: focus on you what is up everybody welcome back to the show best way to support the show is to support the sponsors you support the sponsors you are supporting the boys you're supporting the pod helping us chase a dream exit this basement Quick little redacted from the earlier segment, we were reviewing the box score from the Big Ten championship game from last season. Not this this past game game that we were – the game was played in 2022, but it was the 2021 season. Oddly enough, Hassan Haskins, the guy we were talking about in that box score, who is not the person I was referencing earlier on, is on the Titans and getting his first career start tonight in just about an hour and 30 minutes from right now, real time for us. So that's interesting. We discovered that while we were on our break. Wanted to just address it real quick. Line movement, anything interesting?
1: Oh, yes. Let me pull that up real quick. Nothing too crazy.
0: Um, We know the game moved three points tonight.
1: Yeah, so Miami and New England, um, it originally opened up um, Miami minus three. Minus, I'm sorry, it was New England minus Miami minus one and now it's moved to Miami plus three. Obviously because of Tua. Yeah. Um and then New England versus Philly. Um it was Philly minus six and a half. It's now moved to Philly minus five. I don't know why. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why it would move down if they thought Hertz was playing, but moved down. And then San Francisco, Las Vegas, the big obvious one, opened it up at San Francisco, minus five and a half. Now it's up to minus ten for that game. So, I mean, and that makes sense. Like we said, you got Stidman coming in for his first career start. Um, if the Niners had Garoppolo, it probably would be seven, I would think. But maybe Brock Purdy, he's been banged up a bit. Not sure if they're looking into that. But
0: Interesting stuff regardless. Review another poor week in the in the gambling. yeah, Week 16, against the spread, I went two and one. I had the Giants plus four. I had Cincinnati minus three, and I had Philly plus four. Locks, I went one and two. I had the Jets money line. What a mistake that was. Miami minus four and the Tampa Bay money line, which did cash. It took overtime, but it cashed. My parlay was the Jets money line, eh, Philly money line, eh, Giants plus four. That one worked out, but what are you going to do? Glizzy God was the Philadelphia Eagles, the Birds, and boy, oh, boy, did they almost do it. Almost. 30, I mean, deep, not 30 yards. It was third and 30, and they give up a deep ball to T.Y. Hilton, dude. Out at dinner on Christmas Eve with my family, watching the TV over my dad's shoulder. I'm like, cursing at the dinner table. You got to (laughs) be fucking kidding me, dude. We were so they close. They just signed them. Yeah. We were so close. So, you know, another not great, not stellar week for me. Less than stellar. Jack, how'd we do over there, big Absolutely boy. not stellar. <laughs> less,
2: less than or equal to yours. Uh, Saints, plus two and a half, hit. Wait, no, wrong. Completely wrong. Did not hit. Falcons, plus six and a half, did hit. Chargers, minus four and a half, hit. Locks, Falcons... Six and a half plus six and a half. Uh, did not. I'm lost. Give me one minute. I think Saints did hit, and I'm just an idiot. What was it for? All
0: right, get it together, Brian. How did you do um, last week? So, not so well either.
1: Um, so against the spread, I had Cincinnati minus three, which I hit on. Um, I did not hit on Detroit minus two and a half or Chicago plus eight. Um, locks, I locked up Kansas City twice, which worked out. Um ten- Tennessee I locked up as well against the Texans did not work out. Um Parlay I had Browns, Ravens, and Niners. Browns blew it up. Um did not get that. And then for my glizzy, I had the Giants plus four. They did cover, but they did not win, which is two weeks in a game.
0: row for you, right? Cover, uh, cover and no
1: win. Yeah. So yeah, not a great week. Um, you got yourself up, Jack?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, Saints did cover plus two and a half. So Falcons did not cover locks. Falcons plus six and a half did not cover, and a double lock on the Eagles money line, which horrendous. And uh, the big dick swing. How do you think it went? Poorly, exactly. And um, you know, I think I had the glizzy god as the Jets last week. I'm pretty sure, and we all know how that went. Shall we get to the uh, what we got for this week?
0: Yeah, week 17 against the spread, I'm taking Giants minus five and a half, the San Francisco 49ers minus nine and a half, and Jacksonville minus four. Wow. What do you got, Jack? I'm taking the Eagles minus six and a half,
2: Cardinals plus three, and Dolphins plus three. (laughs) Interesting.
1: I also have the Jags minus four. Um, I actually have the Falcons minus three, Um, and then the Jets minus two. I have
0: various spread. Why don't uh, I'm pulling I'm pulling an Alisino today. Okay. My locks is my parlay. Okay. So you guys give us your locks first. I'll go last. Alright. I, I am I, I am gonna need you to get me the odds on the parlay okay. too when we get there.
2: I got Vikings money
0: line as the first lock, Giants minus five
2: and a half as the second lock, and Niners minus twelve No, nine and a half for the third. Lock Prime, what you got?
1: Um, usual money line locks: Giants, Chiefs, and Chargers, all for money line. Um, and then what do you got over there? I'll put it together for you.
0: Gallegosino lock parlay, all money lines: Kansas City, Detroit, New York Football Giants. It's
1: gonna get you to plus one twenty four, all money lines. Plus one twenty four, yeah. sure. Chiefs minus eight hundred, it's dragging your butt. Still got positive money on it.
0: That's fine. I'm all right with it. Jack, parlay. Big dick swing.
2: Big dick swing. Cardinals money line. Dolphins plus three. Giants minus five and a half. Minnesota Vikings money line. Bengals money line. And San Francisco minus nine and a half. One unit will get you to... Plus
0: 7,395. I love this kid, dude. I just shelled out a three-team all money line parlay. That's plus one twenty-four. My man's like, we're gonna take half this late, it's plus seven racks.
1: (laughs) And if it hits, it hits.
0: (laughs) And if it doesn't, well, not many of them do.
1: (laughs) Um, I have I took over unders (laughs) in parlays. Um in my parlay. I have since I couldn't come to terms with betting on the spread i'm taking the over in the kansas city denver game um just because real quick kansas city probably gets out and then i think russell wilson kind of figures it out this week and at least hangs 20 points even if they lose 40 to 20 but i think there's going to be glimpses of the broncos maybe kind of looking like how they should have you know now that nathaniel hackett interesting um but other than that yeah casey over denver over in that game. Um, I have over in the Cards Atlanta game just because two bad defenses. I feel like they're just going to have a field day on each other, basically. Um, and then divisional game, bad defenses again. We know how this goes. Over under 47.5 for the Minnesota and Green Bay game.
0: Yeah. So that one I probably like the most that, out of three. Um,
1: that's going to get you to plus 581 for it.
0: All right. Glizzy God, pick of the week. Got a divisional matchup. With the division on the line, your boy is taking his former quarterback, Sam Darnold, and the Carolina Panthers at plus 150 to take down the Buccaneers of Tampa Bay. I will be
2: taking the boys over in the colder regions, the Minnesota Vikings, plus three for... Probably also around plus 155.
0: 155. I'm taking the Dolphins. Interesting. Very, very interesting.
1: Yeah. I I just feel like in a must win game to separate themselves, and it helps the Jets.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking right away.
1: We all have Niners.
0: We'll move right in. Headphones turned on again. Move right on in. Now they're back up. To how abysmal we were last week. We did one, two, three, four, five team parlay, and two of them did not cover, as far as I know. Actually, Detroit lost, right? Pull up
1: again, real quick. Let me see. Detroit did not win. Nope.
0: Yeah. So Cincinnati minus three. Detroit minus two and a half, no good. Philly plus four and a half, no good. Miami minus three and a half, no good. Tennessee minus three, also no good, right? So we absolutely suck. Out of a total of six games that we picked, we only got one right. Cincinnati minus three. We had 800 on that 5 leg parlay, and then we also had 200 on the Atlanta money line. We're down another rack. We're right back to the shithole disaster we were in a couple of weeks ago. We're minus four thousand four hundred and sixty-eight dollars. I think we should take half of it, and put it on Minnesota right now. Minnesota. What I what? what? <laughs> yes, you're the only one who said Minnesota, and now you you've got the goal, the goal the ball and the ball. To suggest we take half of our units and put them on a team that only you like? I do. Counter-offer, dude. This is what I was gonna say. <laughs> Let's take two hundred dollars and we go Minnesota money line and the over. Nope. No. Minnesota money line, Carolina money line, Dolphins money line, over. the triple Glizzy God parlay. Yeah, Put two hundred on that.
1: So we got what is it? The the boys, the birds,
0: the Vikings, the Panthers, and the Dolphins. Wow.
1: That's going to bring us to plus 1307 for 200. It's going to get you. 2614. You got it. Yep. Quick math.
0: It's just doubling. Yeah, I'm not good at math like that. So So it's Minnesota, Carolina, Miami, all money lines parlay, 200 to win $2,614. Now we have 800 to play with. I know we all said San Fran minus nine and a half, right? Yes. So,
1: do we think that game goes under 42? Yeah, you never know. <sighs> yeah, the defense that Raiders defense is kind of bad with no Chandler. Yeah, too.
0: it's leaky. Plus, going under with a 10 point spread, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot yeah, a little cool. bit there, Actually, no, you know? Bad. Yeah, um, if anything, why don't we tag this maybe, uh, yet? Double up, you're saying minus two? Yeah, it's it's money line. Oh, no, they're minus two, so Jets minus two?
1: Yeah. Are you parlaying them or just straight? Yeah, I'm saying parlay them. Yeah, that's plus 64 for that. 264, sorry.
0: Jets minus two, and that's plus 264.
1: Yeah. How much
0: did you want to put? You want to put another 200 on that?
1: Yeah. That would bring it to 528. (sighs)
0: Five twenty eight. If it's two sixty
1: four, that right? Am I wrong?
0: No, that doesn't check out.
1: Well, it's seven twenty eight for the payout.
0: Oh, well, maybe it does. Yes, it does. I'm sorry. I was about to say, I told you
1: I'm not good at math, so you're gonna have to verify.
0: No, that's good. All right, we have six hundred left. Hmm. Let's try to be sneaky here. Let's try to make some guacamole. We have Lions and
1: not
2: something, right?
0: We don't have the Lions in anything, but I did lock the Detroit money line.
2: Do we feel any type of way about the cards with Colt McCoy leading?
0: Who are they playing again?
1: The Falcons.
0: O'Brien has the Falcons, so right now a nice we're not going to. Brian has the Falcons, that's probably not I like not the over,
1: over in that game, though, like I said, just because.
2: James, how do you feel about the over?
0: I don't mind the over. It's
2: over 42.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that
2: at all. All right, so let's hold that. Let's put that in our back pocket. Now, how about Giants minus 5.5? I think we all yeah, like that. I like that, honestly. All right. And um, you know what? Is there anything else that anybody thought was interesting in particular? I know Brian said the Lions. James, you got anything you like to uh... – I like the
0: Lions. The Lions? I like the Lions a lot, yeah.
2: All right, so we got the over in the Cardinals-Falcons game. We got the Giants minus five and a half. And uh, Brian, and, uh, what was that last one? The Lions?
1: Uh, It's
0: minus six for them. Lions minus six? Mm-hmm.
2: Do you have that together? Yeah, it's 595. I don't know which one.
0: We got six hundred left. Let's go three hundred and then we, yeah. So that'll
1: bring you to oh boy, big math time. Uh seventeen eighty
0: seven. Tremendous. We have three hundred more. What else can we do here to get a little silly with it? Uh, can you what haven't
1: we touched yet?
0: How do we know. feel about Eagles minus six and I was gonna and half?
2: say I see the Eagles.
1: We're not. You don't want to touch this Browns game. Browns Commanders, right? Kind of. Like no, no
0: not Dolphin. really. Not Jets really. The
1: mix. We got Dolphins in the mix. We got Jets in the mix. What about Rams Chargers?
0: What's the spread in that? Six and a half. Chargers minus six and a half. Birds minus six and a half.
2: It's plus two sixty
0: four. And then
2: uh, why don't we throw? Jacksonville minus four. I think we have Jack.
0: No, we don't have them All right, on so anything let's throw yet. It in, then. I'm down with that. So the spreads are six on those two games, or six and six a half? and a
1: half for both. And, and Jacksonville minus, minus four. Where is Jags minus four? Give me a second. Got it. So that's actually going to bring us to plus five ninety five.
0: We're putting three hundo. You said. Yep. So it's the
1: same bet seventeen eighty seven for that one as well.
0: All right. So we have four separate tickets here. They're all parlays. Minnesota money line, Carolina money line, Miami money line. The old glizzy god parlay pick. That's going to be 200 to win $2,614. Next ticket, San Fran minus nine and a half against the absolutely reeling Raiders team. Right? San Fran Raiders? Jets, Jets two, minus two in in win-or-die mode against the very not-great Seattle defense with the return of Mike fucking White. 200 <laughs> to win $528. You should make that a shirt. That just says Mike fucking White. I'm sure someone it. does. Yeah, I'm sure. You remember that was Ty Johnson last year? Yeah. After the game, they're like, oh, what about the quarterback performance? He's like, that's Mike fucking White. dude." <laughs> <laughs> Next ticket's a three-legger. Arizona, New Orleans over 42 and a half for the game. Giants, minus five and a half. Detroit, minus six. Three hundred to win seventeen hundred and eighty-seven dollars. Another three legger. Chargers minus six and a half. Philly minus six and a half. Jacksonville, minus four. That's three hundred also to win seventeen eighty seven. And those are the picks for this week, boys.
1: It always feels
0: good. And girls. I was gonna say that and, feels pretty non binary and all of you on the colorful spectrum in between yeah boys girls days gays all of them dude <laughs> whoever's listening shout them out those are the picks anything else for this week no
1: we don't really have much to say about thursday cause yeah
0: thursday's a wash i
1: might not even watch this game i don't even know. good news is yeah
0: there'll be tons to talk about on tuesday
1: because oh, yeah. the college football playoffs are going right. to happen, Jets playoff, and Giants playoff implications,
0: more, like what they're going to be, plenty of interesting shit to talk about. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into the fact that it's going to be January 1st on Sunday when we're playing games, and the Jets are playing a game that matters. Yeah, and I could not t- 2010, 2010, 2011 is the last time the Jets played a game that mattered in January. Although I guess 2015. They had that Week 17 game, right? Against the Patriots. Against the night. Patriots, yeah, where if yeah. they won, they'd have gotten in, and they didn't. So, still, 2015. That's, that we're talking seven day. years ago. Yeah, Fitz Fitzpatrick, Patrick, Brandon Marshall. I remember that. Eric yeah. Decker wide open in the end zone. Fitzpatrick's like a pick.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Also, before we, before we sign off for the night, little fun little thing about Wink Martindale, New York Giants defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I believe today at the presser after practice he requested that all of the fans who come to the game we need playoff fans on Sunday it needs oh. to be loud you need to bring the energy treat Jeez. this like it's a playoff game if you got one going i know it's new year's day if you've got one going on on new year's eve just keep that shit going and bring it straight through the game with that you on saying. sunday Yup.
1: really mhm hell yeah that would be great i'd love it so Giants win.
0: absolutely um it's the I'm looking for Last here. week
1: against Minnesota was the first time in a long time I was standing and watching the <laughs> end of a Giants game.
0: <laughs> Fucking immaculate, immaculate press conference job by Wink. Good. Yeah. yeah we we'll love to see Let's it. Let's go.
1: Let's get in the playoffs. For real.
0: Jets, Giants, both in the playoffs. Jets, Giants, Super Bowl, baby. Daniel Jones versus Mike White. I wouldn't even know what the state might explode. Oh, as you oh, say, dude, they're going to have to shut down the bridges. Yeah. There would be fistfights in quorum, it dude.
1: Crazy. would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> in quorum. They're going to shut
0: down the Brooklyn Bridge. Castle. <laughs> oh, man. Anything, Jack?
2: Nah, you know, hopefully we come back this week on our uh, on, on our bets. We're, we
0: dug ourselves back into a fucking hole.
2: And you know what? I want to give it but that's the game. It's all right. That's blessing. gambling. The... We
0: shoot or shoot, baby. We never stop shooting on this show. Why do you think
2: Deion Waiters okay. is out of the league?
0: Don't matter, though. Because he got old, fat, and slow. You don't, you don't old. need to be... <laughs> I mean, shit. You don't need athletic ability to gamble, baby. <laughs> We're brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi Di denaro Niro, Stay Thirsty Company, Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach, and Dino Skate Park. Check them out. Amityville Music Hall, December 31st. Tickets are still available now. Peace out.
1: Stay tuned.